0: kinyi valerie and welcome to the naked safari podcast this is a space where we journey through life in its rawness episode three (laughs) okay today today there is no impromptu recording it's just that it's 4 a.m on friday and i had to wake up to record this because guys i've had a rough week i don't know about your week and i really hope you guys had a lovely week because what (laughs) so as i continue to record this i am sorry in advance for the background noise because i didn't get to record it the time that i am used to recording where like there's no stuff happening around me so yes hmm can I just talk about my week first before I dive into what today's episode is about because wow. you guys I have been feeling so unproductive this week it's been so hard to get up in the morning it's been so hard to do the things I love and uh, man. I've never been so disappointed in myself the way I have this week like I've been calling myself out I've been casting myself out I've just been on edge like I, I couldn't even get the strength to pull myself out of bed one I think it was on Monday Monday or Tuesday something I'm not so sure but like it was such a struggle and then school is heavy guys I just realized I have very few units left for me to finish uni and i am just wow i'm not ready (laughs) i'm not ready for the school of life but anyway you know it's not a tea to kind choice it's something that i'm going to have to do so i have to channel more positivity and keep pushing yeah but i hope you guys have had a lovely week and if you haven't a new week is gonna start soon so just keep calm every day is a new day to try again is a new chance to try again sorry Um. so the other reason I have had a rough week is because you guys if if you are if you pay attention to social media a lot like I do then you've realized this week this week was another was another week that showed women that we are okay for me. Let me just speak for myself that I am scared of men. Oh my goodness, I am so so scared of men. What the number of rape stories that came out this week, and the worst thing is that is just a fraction of of the numbers that have the number of people who have been raped that haven't even come out, you know. And I remember one of these days, this week, I broke down because I was just like, this this world is not safe for us women. As in, I'm so scared of going out. I can't, I have a list of places I want to visit by myself. I have a list of adventures I want to take. But I can't do them because I'm scared of what would happen if I'd walk around alone. And I'm so sure this is not the world that our creator wanted us to live in. Because he created things for us to explore. Places for us to visit. As in, honestly, I... I lack words. I really do. And I am genuinely in pain for anyone who's experienced sexual abuse whether a man or a woman but like this week has been heavy just reading those stories and just you know hearing even from friends of mine who've never spoken about what has been done to them and wow i don't know so uh, the funny thing is today's episode is the beginning of a series I want to call Stripping Masculinity and I'm going to focus on men's mental health. It's November and it's Men's Mental Health Awareness Month but I want to start this this series and not just for November. I want to take a few episodes in November and then We are going to spread them out throughout the podcast because it's not something that we should focus on for just one month because it's an everyday thing i believe mental health awareness day itself should be every day so even men's mental health should be addressed on a daily so um today i i got to guys good news. (laughs) The guest did not bail on me this week, by the way. So I talked to, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Rick's poet. He does amazing spoken word, and he talks about the things he's been through as a man, um, the sexual abuse he's gone through, and basically how life has been harsh on him. He talks about it in the open. And... As we start this series, we thought we would um you know just just have take it easy for this first episode. so I just has I just asked him to answer seven questions about being a man, and we'll have him on this podcast quite a number of times. So please get comfortable with his voice. I for one love it, but <laughs> yes, get comfortable with his voice you are going to learn more about him in the next episodes to come but for this one uh, we are just going to answer seven questions about being a man so once again his name is onyango Teno, but most people know him as rick's poet so he set in a recording of these seven questions that i had to ask him so
1: Let's dive right into it. Hey Akinyi, how you doing? I'm just gonna jump into the questions real quick. There were seven of them. And so I'm just gonna go right into it. So number one, what do I love about being a man? Hmm. I enjoy masculine energy. I enjoy my physique. I love my voice very very much in <laughs> my bald head <laughs> um, yeah I love masculine energy and I love how it makes me feel um, energy strength um, just that masculinity stuff it's just I enjoy that what do I hate about being a man? I hate the fact that the way society is set up if I am not among wealthy men uh, if I'm not among wealthy men then I'm almost considered nothing I hate that I hate that so many men even relate to that I hate the fact that a man's worth in this capitalist world Is depicted by how much he has. That's crazy. I hate the fact that the socialization around men forces them to be quiet and silent with their pain and things that really disturb their mental health. I hate that. Uh, What is my biggest fear as a man? Um, I think I've I think I've done a lot of inner work over the years, so my fears have also uh, been changing over time. What would be my fear as a man right now would be something like being accepted. Let's say if uh, I wanted to marry. Someone, and I wasn't sure about how their family would receive me um, out of my tribe or my financial status, whether I was rich or not um, that is actually it's an actual fear. What else? <laughs> I fear the police. <laughs> I fear the police, man, and I, I fear police who are mostly men like me. Yeah. My biggest struggle, my biggest struggle sometimes is making people understand that men also do get abused, especially sexual abuse. It's, uh, it's the work of my life, really, and um, not so many people understand that yeah what haven't I been able to do just because I'm a man I don't think I have that in my list <laughs> Um, is it yeah I don't I've never dreamed of wearing lipstick so <laughs> Um, I've never dreamed of wearing skirts or you know generally I cook I take care of myself I consider myself very romantic Um, I don't think there's anything I've not been able to do just because I'm a man I I think I'm really past that Uh, it could be a reality to so many people or even that I could have blind uh, blind spots that I have not discovered as of now um, regarding the question, but in my that de- in uh, from the top of my head right now, there's nothing I've not been able to do just because I'm a man. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you ask me this question a month from now, maybe I'll have a different co- uh, answer. Three things I disagree from the stereotypical definitions of men. One is that a man is always horny or a man always has a high sex drive. It's such a huge misconception. Um, We are just as complex as women when it comes to sex drive. Um, Of course, because of the many complexities around domination in sex, um, patriarchy, Our understanding uh, about sex is like men are usually the initiators and again being 95% perpetrators of sexual and gender-based violence I mean it's just taken that you know we always want sex but men's sex drives are different our libido is different Um, some men would easily have sex every day a week Some some would have be okay with three, some would be okay with one, some would be okay with staying with the whole month. We are really different. Yeah. The second one would be stereotypical definition. The second one would be that a man is the head of the house and the priest of the home. I really didn't like how religion depicted our roles for us because for me the home is home to everybody and everybody is bringing their gifts everybody is bringing their talents everybody is bringing their energy to the space so it does not necessarily need a leader or a head because everybody has has different things to offer. And so if you look at how, like, our traditional or in most indigenous homes worldwide, the way they were created, they were circular houses, right? And the meaning of that would be because when people sit in a circle, they can see each other, right? Um, And I, I really believe in... Leadership that is circular, not vertical, not even horizontal because sometimes even when it's horizontal, there are people who are nearer to the center than others. Um, so I really believe in circular leadership, circular living, because it it, it enhances well-being. Everybody is connected to the circle. Um, nobody is bigger than the other person. Everybody is communicating. Everybody contributing whatever they have to contribute to the space. Yeah, so I don't believe that a man is the head of the house, a man is the priest of the home, all these responsibilities, they just um, proliferate um, and play into the narrative around capitalism and patriarchy, and it's just such a mess. Yeah, um, what have I done so far to change society's perception of men? I... Personally talk about my stories very much stories of the abuse have gone through in my father's hands um, Society's hands in the hands of the police um, I've been sexually abused before as a young boy as well. I talk about it. I run a safe space for boys and men African boys and men who've been raped or sexually abused where We use storytelling to sort of just get those stories out and give people just the courage to, you know, um, face the pain they've had to bury into themselves for such a long time. And uh, my dream is to actually erect wellness centers, physical wellness centers in Kenya and in Africa where men will actually be coming to recuperate Um, from these horrific and horrendous experiences because as of now, we do have safe houses, but most of them are just for girls and women, and and understandably because, again, they're the majority of the survivors and victims. Um, And, you know, I do appreciate that uh, female rape is way underreported and it is really, really rampant. But at the same time, male rape is barely reported at all so i am changing people's perceptions about this issue and really trying to reach out to as many men as possible that if it happened to you you don't have to be ashamed anymore and if you don't know that this is happening it's time we just woke up to this reality Yeah, that's it. Thank you very much.
0: So there we have it. The seven questions about being a man. I think I will use these questions on each man who comes on this podcast so that I just understand the different perspectives that every man has. And I will turn them again and use them on women when I'm doing a series on women because it's really enlightened me. There's so much I've found out about being a man. Uh, through Onyango's perspective that I haven't really, you know, thought about before. And I remember when I asked him, what do you love about being a man? He literally said no one has ever asked him that question, come to think of it. And wow, he needs to think about it. (laughs) And I I felt so good because I felt like I challenged his manhood in a way, in a different kind of way. Yeah, so yes. That's all for this episode because I thought like I said before we would start simple but I'm definitely using these same questions on other men and women who come on this podcast because wow like I've gotten such a different perspective and yeah so in the next episode not going to be a spoiler but It's already in the works. I'm so happy that it's playing out nicely because men are actually coming out to speak. And yeah, women, don't worry about it. I got you. And we are going to dive into the different aspects of life slowly by slowly. Just be patient with me. Just take this journey with me because it's going to be beautiful. And we're about to find out many things that we don't know about in this life. So, yes, that's it for this week's episode. And once again, I am so grateful for those who listen religiously, for those who share, for those who take time off their day just to listen to this. And once again, you don't need to really take time off your day. You can listen to this as you carry on with your day. So, yes, thank you so much for passing by and have a lovely weekend and a lovely week ahead. We'll meet here Friday next week. To talk about another journey through life in its rawness. Bye.